previously on the Discerning Geeks portal. Yes, it is a giant wheel we have here in our definitely real studio. 55. Okay, Predator. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave, that's one of yours. I love Predator. I think it's awesome. Okay. What's awesome about it? it it's Arnold. <laughs> yeah. Good to the chopper. <laughs> no! I don't think I've seen it all the way through before. It's it's an interesting concept. They say this particular alien is a hunter. And so it's not so much that it just indiscriminately kills everybody because it doesn't. It, it only picks the strongest out of like what it's hunting and that'll be the trophy it takes. I always enjoyed it for that to have a little bit of interesting bits of sociology going on with with the alien. And now, the review. Welcome back, Discerning listeners, to another episode of the Discerning Geeks Portal, where each week we take a discerning look into all things geek. This week, I've got my best friends Todd and Andrew with me. Guys, how are we doing on this lovely evening? Oh, pretty good. How about you? Doing good, doing good. I Can am the Terminator. Good? Oh, I'll be back. <laughs> we haven't done that movie yet. That's not yet. Oh, dang it. Wrong movie. I forgot we we're doing <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> Everybody had a good week so far? Yeah, it's been all right. It's okay. I'm partying for the most part, which is actually more true of a statement than you'd think. Um, Getting ready for spring break, right? Next week? Yep, and then I'm going to be partying at Atlantic Beach. (laughs) Oh, nice. All sorts of parties. (laughs) Nice. Getting to go on a little vacation for you. When you go get that permit? Um, May. Right. Okay. It's coming. It's coming. You're getting there. Um, okay. Well, let's go ahead. And Andrew kind of threw out a few little hints there. But Todd, why don't you tell him what movie we're going to be talking about this week? Okay. Tonight, we are, are reviewing the movie Predator. Major Alan Schaefer and his military rescue team are recruited by CIA officer Al Dillon to recover government assets from insurgents in Latin America. Along the way, they learn the mission isn't what it seems and that they, like the previous team to attempt the mission, are being stalked and killed by a stealthy, intelligent, and otherworldly predator. Predator... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Dun, dun, dun. No, I just kidding. <laughs> uh, predator is, is starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as Major Alan Schaefer, uh, My a.k.a. Dad, Dutch. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. <laughs> Carl Weathers as CIA operative Al Dillon. Also starring Bill Duke as Sergeant Mac Elliott, Jesse Ventura as heavy gunner Blaine Cooper, Sonny Landham as tracker and scout Billy Soul, Richard Chavez as explosive expert Jorge Ramirez, nicknamed Poncho, Shane Black as radio operative or operator Rick Hawkins. Hey, that name sounds familiar. Hey, uh, wait a minute. Do I have two dads? <laughs> That's crazy. El Padilla Carrillo, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right, as insurgent Ana Gonsalves, Gonsalves, sorry, butchered that, Uh, Kevin Peter Hall as the Predator and helicopter pilot, 
and Peter Cullen as the voice of Predator. And just going through the cast list a little bit, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is obviously best known for the Terminator franchise and too many other movies to mention. He was also the 38th governor of California from November 2003 to January 2011. Carl Weathers was known for Rocky Films, Happy Gilmore, and recently as Grief Karga in The Mandalorian, which we've reviewed a couple times on this podcast. Uh, Bill Duke recently played Agent Percy O'Dell in the TV show Black Lightning. Uh, Jess Ventura is also famous for wrestling and being mayor of Brooklyn Park, Minnesota from 1991 to 1995, and also the 38th governor of the state. For him, it was Minnesota. Uh, That was from 1999 to 2003. He was elected as a member of the Reform Party, the party's only candidate to win a major office. Uh, He left the party a year after joining or after uh, being in office uh, and then joined the Independence Party. Sonny Landham also ran for uh, the primary of governor of Kentucky in 2003, first (laughs) as a Republican and then as an independent, and neither time did he win. He also ran for other offices in 2004 and 2008, including a run as a libertarian against U.S. Senator Mitch McConnell. Uh, Shane Black may be better known as writer of Lethal Weapon, The Last Boy Scout, Last Action Hero, and The Long Kiss Goodnight and the director of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Iron Man 3, The Nice Guys, and The Predator from 2018. He was also script doctor on Predator, uh, Dead Heat, The Hunt for Red October, and RoboCop 3, at least according to Wikipedia, and on Iron Man 1, according to other sources. He's known for setting movies at Christmas time. Kevin Peter Hall is seven foot, two and a half inches tall and is known for tall roles in costume or makeup, such as Harry in Harry and the Henderson's movie and TV show, and as an alien negotiator in the Star Trek The Next Generation episode The Price. He also returned to the role of Predator and Elder Predator in Predator 2. Uh, but he got to play a normal human roles in uh, as a cast member of Misfits of Science and in a recurring role on 227 and in guest spots on Night Court and Dukes of Hazzard. And then lastly, Peter Cullen is known for a plethora of voiceover work, but is probably best known for several versions of Optimus Prime. Okay, so back to the general information. Predator was released on June 12, 1987 with a rating of R. It was written by brothers Jim Thomas and John Thomas. It was the first screenplay written by the brothers. They have gotten screenplay or story credit for Predator 2, Executive Decision, Wild Wild West, which is something nobody should brag about, and Behind Enemy Lines. Predator was directed by John McTiernan, who also directed Die Hard, The Hunt for October, Last Action Hero, Die Hard with a Vengeance, and The Thomas Crown Affair, which is an awesome movie. The music was by Alan Silvestri, and I think we brought him up before. He was the composer for the Back to the Future trilogy and several MCU movies and too many others to mention. Uh, Don't often mention creature design, but the creature design in this movie was done by Stan Winston. And where can you find Predator? It's on Tubi with ads and also for subscribers of Fubo TV or Spectrum On Demand. Wait, wait, wait. It was on Spectrum? Yep. Why was I watching it on Tubi, man? What the hell? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so apparently you have to act in this movie to become governor. I don't, or 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know Somehow, that, that was a lot to mention, I know, but I thought it was so interesting that three people in this movie actually ran for governor of their state. I thought that, that that's a little bit trivial. Two interesting to leave out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay, so let's just reiterate that this is not like an intellectual film. <laughs> Uh, actually, well, you are wrong, my friend. This is oh, very okay. much an intellectual film. Well, oh, it's okay. not to us. If Dave were here, and I mentioned this on our, <laughs> our previous episode, the What You Doing, where we kind of explain why Dave's not with us. Uh, I kind of reminisced about the time that we reviewed Dune, and I hated Dune. But that was the episode where Dave said, why do I like this movie? It makes you think. Dave had a way of thinking about movies and finding intellectual content in movies where other people may not have found them. And I'm pretty sure that's why he picked this movie. There's probably some stuff in there that we're not appreciating that he would. Okay. I could, I could appreciate that. I could appreciate that. I don't know though. I mean, we're talking Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jimmy, the body Ventura Uh as the brains to run a state. Yeah. Anyways. I, I don't see what the problem is. I, I think they're geniuses, okay? My boy Arnie here, it's role model for me, okay? As for that other guy, that's just a name. <laughs> yeah, we won't get into politics of all that, but yeah, there's some craziness there that, that just seems like wouldn't be this movie that I would pick had two governors in it. Listen, listen, Arnie, like, totally, like, tactically outsmarted the alien yeah yeah he used his brains and that's why he got away i don't know what that silent dude who was standing on the bridge with a machine gun was doing he was just waiting to die half of that people just kind of went insane okay still in the end it was arnie and the alien and arlie arnie won with his brains and not his bronze which was pretty cool okay so yeah, let's let's get into kind of our initial reactions. I know we've kind of already given a little bit, um, but what what's your initial reaction to this one, Todd? Did you like it? Not like it? It it definitely wasn't terrible, but sadly, it wasn't quite my kind of movie. Uh, it did feel kind of paint by numbers to me. Uh, it introduced a very a set of very vague characters that we barely cared about set them up against a superior adversary and just like a lot of action movies, we're just waiting to see who gets picked off one by one until only one or two are left in the end. Uh, so yeah, it, it didn't do much for me. Okay. Okay. How about you, Andrew? I love this movie. Okay. Oh really? Okay, good. It is amazing. There's guns and military guys and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then, like, my ex-girlfriend came out, and she looked just as ugly as the day I met her. What? Okay. What? <laughs> the that predator? The predator. That was the predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, okay. I made a funny. I made a funny. No, I got you. <laughs> um, I got you. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat with you, Todd. Uh, I've seen this movie a couple of times. Um, I wasn't much looking forward to watching it again. And, and while it's not a bad movie... It, the, the action's pretty cool. Some of the sequence is pretty cool. It's kind of neat to figure out what they're up against. Um, that's always kind of one of the neat tricks of you know, kind of a scary movie or a horror film, uh, you know, is that 
you know, oh, we have the monster. Let's keep the monster hidden for about half the time mm-hmm. until you finally see what it is and and then realize that you can kill it or, or do something against it. But it was very, very formulaic. It's just like like you said, kind of paint by numbers. Here's the plot. You kind of know what's going to happen. Like, and again, mo- almost none of the characters are that interesting. What? What? Um, I'm sorry. What? No. Yeah. It doesn't get more, more interesting than the <laughs> Terminator. Okay. And uh, as for the formulaic plot, okay, they set it apart by making the Predator have like an interesting, you know, we can see what he's seeing in a weird, you know, it was like heat vision kind of thing. And also sound design, amazing sound design and music. This one is set apart, even though it's a formulaic design. Well, no, I will agree. I will agree. We haven't gotten into the positives yet, but, uh, you know, I will agree that it has a lot of positives. And, and a lot of those things that you mentioned, the, the sound was really cool. The visual effects were pretty cool, especially for the time. Um, and I will even say that I liked that they were able to develop this alien as much as they did in the short amount of time and the limited scope that we have it. We get kind of its motivation we kind of find out what it's there for. And it's not just a random, you know, here killing kind of thing. We're able to, through the character interactions and some of their dialogue, really get into the the backstory or the, the meaning behind this predator, you know, that it's a hunter. It's, it's like a big game hunter. And that's what the equate, you know, it's equated to. So think of that guy with a big gun that goes into the African safari looking for a dangerous animal like a lion or a cheetah or a tiger or something that could kill it just as easily as it, as he kills it. Now he's got some advantages, you know, like mm-hmm. a high powered rifle. Um, this predator has advantages mm-hmm. that gives it advantages over the people, the things that it's hunting, but it definitely uh, was kind of interesting that, it had that we were able to find out that that was its motivation um, and see what was going on kind of with it as we are, you know, kind of going through this movie and, and learning about the other characters now. Well, and I'll save the nitpicks and negatives, but, uh, but yeah, let's focus on some positives. I, you know, in some ways kind of that, I don't know. It's not really night vision or heat. Vi- I guess it was heat vision. It was a. It was like a heat vision. I think. I don't we know were, why that the sludge. It was. I don't know. Yeah. It was something that detected like living matter. This 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 kind of heat vision thing that the predator used, coupled with the sound effects, and was is iconic now right mm-hmm. you know yeah. i mean that that sound of you know as as we're looking through the eyes of the predator uh was done so well that it's been copied in many movies since and, and mimicked in others and i think that was pretty cool especially for the time uh what did you guys think 
Yeah, I, I can see that because even today when they do something with Predator or Alien versus Predator, aren't the special effects maybe, yes, better done because there are better computer graphics and stuff, but don't they still kind of pay homage to that original look? Yeah. Uh, the the kind of thermal vision and it's a little bit blocky and stuff like that. Um you know, they probably still do something similar to that. It's been a while since I've seen one. I think probably the most recent one was Predators with an S at the end. And I think that was where a group actually hunts a predator or maybe multiple predators or something like that. I, I, I can't remember what it is. but uh, And I actually vaguely remember halfway liking that movie, but that was years ago. Uh, but it probably... I can't remember for sure, but I would think it probably used similar special effects, just, you know, better, but still paying homage to the original look. Okay. Andrew, what about you? What'd you think? It is basically the first alien movie, alien, no plural done, right? It doesn't have multiple, but it has the one in this case, predator, hunting this group of military guys. And these guys are going about it tactically and sometimes tactically. Sometimes they just lose their minds and they go insane because, you know, they're seeing their their brothers basically, you know, get chopped up like it's nothing. I mean, these guys have gone through years of military training and to just see someone just get chopped up by something you've never seen before. And it's like the earth just kind of, chopped it in half you know it's just that mentality and that mindset and getting to see that on their faces and the fact that you can make these guys and arnold schwarzenegger afraid that's just awesome that's true i will say um i completely lost my train of thought you're welcome (laughs) dave that's what i'm best at you've been drinking that beer again I i did finish my my drink so maybe it's going to my head i don't know what i was gonna say is um i do feel like they did a better job in this than what i felt like was done in the original alien movie and kind of figuring out more about the actual adversary um in this the the predator is very much a character and even though i technically i think he has a couple of lines um Mostly he just mimics like what other people have said um, and he kind of laughs. Um, but we get a, a pretty clear picture of this adversary um, in this movie. And I think that's that's pretty well done even without with the limitations of what they did. Um, and I remembered what else I was going to say. And that was I kind of did like the way that they set this movie up. Like, it almost felt like a war movie to begin with. It felt like an old Vietnam, I love the smell of napalm in the morning kind of movie. And it's like, okay, cool. This is going to be a, a like almost a, a war movie, you know, like Rambo. And and then it just flips the switch. And we, we get a real clear picture that there's something bigger and more unsettling here than they've had to deal with. And we get a clear picture of just how powerful these people are. They attack this base that they have the intel on that they're supposed to be getting some information from and pretty much wipe everybody out. 
you know, they're outnumbered multiple times and they're just like killing everybody. Um, now we get some pretty bad Arnold one-liners in there. He stabs the one guy with his knife. I think he said, was it stick around or something like that? <laughs> that was an amazing one-liner with a comedic genius, by the way. Oh, you know, yeah. Uh, get to the chopper. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, not necessarily over the top stellar acting. What? What? But, what? But, Man, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger's. His guns do the acting for him. Both well, the guns he shoots and his biceps. I will say, for in many respects, very little like depth acting was needed. What you wanted and what you got in this movie was really tough mothers going around and killing stuff and showing how powerful they were and how good they were at killing things and staying alive and then putting them up against something a little bit tougher and meaner. Um, so I think that that's you know part of it. There was even one guy who kept telling raunchy jokes and it was like, okay, I can mm-hmm. see that being what I, I could see that being true to form. Like that would be what some of these guys are talking about um, and what they're doing. But then there are other times where I'm just kind of like, it's a little bit too over the top and I just didn't care for it. What else? What other positives do we have? Uh, I think Aunt Todd, you mentioned like the kind of the special effects for the, the, the actual predator himself. Yeah, that's on my list. The The creature design is actually pretty original. It's also convincing and intimidating. It, it covers all the bases that it needs to. Uh, also, I kind of like that, yes, it's obvious that there is just a really tall actor in this costume and stuff like that. So it is still humanoid enough that it is believable that it can use sophisticated equipment and still kind of move uh, the way a person would and that it could be pulled off without the computer graphics that they didn't quite have in 1987. Uh, And in some ways that's even better than what we get nowadays when sometimes computer graphics can allow a design to be a little bit too alien. But at the same time, uh, because Stan Winston is so good at at what he he does, I can't remember, did Stan Winston pass away? don't know. Uh, I think you might have, I can't remember, but anyway, uh, so I can't, I, I'm not sure if I should talk about him in past tense or not, but anyway, Stan Winston was born April 7th, 1946 and passed away on June 15th, 2008 at the age of 62. Uh, he did such a good job of giving the facial features of the, the predator an extremely alien look, the way those mandibles kind of separate and everything about the jaw and the eyes, just the the entire facial structure is very alien. So even if it's a bipedal guy with two arms, you still get that very alien look when he takes his mask off. So yeah, the creature design is done very well. And then I thought I'd mention the characters. I mean, we've already touched upon the fact that the characters aren't super deep or anything. But at least they do get that moment in the chopper where the camera kind of goes around to each one of them and gives each one of them their moment. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Battle Los Angeles, another uh, movie yeah. that we've reviewed that I actually like better. Um, 
And that was one where they go up against Aliens 2 and there's a big cast. And it's such a big cast that even though they kind of flash on the screen the the name and rank of each one briefly, it's still kind of hard to keep up with. And it's like, wait a minute, is this the one that is getting married and is and is this the one who has this personality and and wait what's the deal with this guy again it, it's a little too much with that moment that we get in the chopper we're kind of able to say okay this is the guy who is like this now granted they're not super deep and they're not exactly the most likable traits like when it gets to jesse ventura he's basically the big tough guy who likes chewing tobacco and i don't recommend chewing tobacco to anybody uh so that's not exactly a good trait and then you get to the guy that you were just talking about shane black uh he like i mentioned he was actually script doctor on this movie well one of the little bits of trivia i have is that he gave himself the coarse jokes in the dialogue and he's telling these really raunchy jokes about a woman's private parts and they're not funny and they don't make you like the character any better. And he actually gave himself these lines. And I'm like, really? You couldn't come up with something better than that? But anyway, at least, you know, that's the guy that talks like that. And so you're able to attach each one of these, each one of these either bad habits or personality traits or something like that to a character. So you can at least kind of identify who they are. Uh, so, you know, at least it kind of uh, spells out who these characters are for you. Yeah, I did like the quote, you know, Arnold's character comes and he actually gets to come face to face with the predator and he just says, you're one ugly mother. Fluffy. <laughs> it's like, that was his whole line. It was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, straight to the point. But yeah, the, 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 the raunchy jokes were a little much and it was kind of even weird that like, I mean, I guess it was to kind of show the the point you do end up with those people who especially in a in a very macho group you know they want to show their macho-ness by kind of telling the raunchy jokes and everybody else around just doesn't care they're like why are you even doing that i think it was a a, a little weird but not necessarily out of character or out of place just didn't make the character very likable like you said i did like the kind of cloaking technology and the way that they showed that in the special effects. Now I will say that kind of leads to one nitpick I have that Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll save, but yeah, it was kind of cool that you did the the way they pulled that off and you could see a little bit of the distortion, especially when he moved and in certain ways and it gave them a fighting chance Mm -hmm. if they set up the environment, right to actually be able to counter some of that advantage. And they use that a couple of times, but, uh, and you know, we've talked about it before in many ways. We, I know Todd, you've talked about how you like it when characters act smart. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of a mixed bag in that there are times when you're like, okay, these guys are being really smart. You know, they're, 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 they're doing their thing. They're this, that, and the other. And then there's other times where it was almost like, well, if they continued to be smart, they would have killed the predator already and the movie would be over. Yeah. So they just acted really dumb. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) To be fair, that would have freaked anybody out. Okay. I mean, look at it. It would have. I know that military people are supposed to be trained to keep cool, but like when you see like literally someone getting dragged in the woods and nothing is dragging him. You can't see anything. 
and someone fires like everybody fires like all the bullets they got and then nothing dies and you're still getting picked off one by one everybody would start losing their cool i know i couldn't keep my cool in that situation you know i agree i agree i think they 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 tried to play it up but then there were just some very obvious times where it was like oh you missed that one. What other? Do we have any other positive? We've talked about the the character creation. We've kind of talked about some of the special effects. Well, I can follow I up of, on. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna, I was just going to mention the music. I thought the music was pretty cool at times. It was one of those, and it's not necessarily music that I would like go out and buy the soundtrack, but it just fit with the movie, and it kind of set the mood, and that was cool. So. Um, I kind of like the music, but what else did you have, Todd? Well, I was just going to follow up on what you were saying about characters being smart. Uh, Yes, obviously, some characters aren't smart enough to stay alive, but then we get whittled down to just the Arnold Schwarzenegger character. And he is actually pretty smart. And yes, he's super muscle bound. Yes, he's played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he, you know, something about his voice makes it hard to believe he's smart. But he is smart. He actually. Uh, is very inventive with uh, coming up with the traps and uses his ingenuity to uh, to lure the predator into the traps. Uh, he 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 just knows how to make things uh, and and to camouflage himself. Which granted, that wouldn't exactly work. I'm getting into that more in a minute. But he he used his smarts to try to defeat the predator and it did kind of work and then uh another thing about smart characters is i like that the predator himself is or maybe herself who knows is also pretty smart because uh yes some of those traps might have worked against the predator but there were a few times where the predator was like oh he set some traps oh there is the trap i can tell where it is i'm gonna go around so it's not like the predator all of a sudden got dumb just because dutch got smart uh we end up with two smart characters at the very end and again i think that's probably why dave liked this movie and why he would see more value in it than maybe we did is he would probably concentrate on that very smart mono mono face off at the end yeah i agree i agree what else Andrew, do you have any other positives before we kind of get into our negatives and nitpicks? It's just the way they did this movie was so smart. You know, I could feel the testosterone in my veins. Gross. (laughs) It was beautiful. Well, yeah. And I guess that's a good segue. So, um, negatives and nitpicks. Well, real quick, I have one more positive. Oh, no, go ahead. It's less than two hours long. The movie? Yeah. Oh, that is a good positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could have dragged. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely uh, th- th- definitely a positive. So, um, Andrew kind of mis- mentioned the testosterone level. Um, this is a very narrow-focused movie on people to watch this. <laughs> I am um, that narrow focus. <laughs> And so I can see certain people really, really enjoying it. A lot of the movies I watch, I end up watching with my wife by my side. And and this was definitely one where she was kind of like, do you have to watch the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was kind of like, yeah, I do have to watch the whole thing. And definitely not one that I could watch with the kids. 
um you know so not a whole lot of like family watching enjoyment pleasure um probably for most guys that are married or in a good relationship this is one that you have to like trade off you know if you watch predator with me i'll watch um you know love actually with you next week or something along those lines or uh, in that way you know you kind of have to 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 really barter to be able to, to to watch this um with with someone outside of that very narrow focused target audience that this movie had um what other nick picks and negatives I have one, actually, okay. Okay. believe it or not. And I might be remembering this wrong, but the first time we saw The Predator, I, and pardon my French, I laughed my ass off <laughs> because it was so funny because I saw this horrible, these horrible graphics, and I just could not take it seriously. Just because the way he looked while he was camouflaged directly on the screen, I just couldn't take it seriously. Okay, so you were not okay. impressed with the camera. It was like the alien busting out of the guy's chest and alien. It was like I couldn't take it seriously. I was just laughing. Now, when he got – now, past that scene, the it did get better. After the first scene, it started to get better, but I think it was just – Okay. I, I just couldn't take it seriously, and I was just laughing, you know? Okay, okay. Yeah, the big one for me, and there's there's two two instances of it that just, I was like, okay, really? Why did we do that? That just makes no sense whatsoever. Um, and Todd, I'm probably, you're probably going to be right on board with this. Again, we're kind of talking about how a lot of times the characters acted smart, sometimes not so smart. Hmm. Um there's a whole scene where the one guy who's actually really tough and, and he was the one that was shaving himself and just kind of like sat there pushing his razor into his cheek until it cut him and he broke the razor. He has chased the predator down and he is in this little hidey hole and he sees him. He's like, he's right over there. And then the other guy comes out and they're like, oh, well, I'll go around back and flush him to you. And I'm going, or you just take your gun that's on your shoulder and you mm-hmm. can just shoot him right where he's at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are we making this complicated? I see him and you can kind of see the distorted field and he's up on that tree and I'm here and I've got a big gun. But no, let's make a complicated plan where we separate and move out of where we're at to where he could just kill us. And that was kind of dumb. I was just like, okay, really? Why did we do that? Um, And then the other, my favorite character was the guy that was kind of the Indian scout. And he was a very cool character. He was the one that kind of is like, oh, our people had stories about these, you know, kind of people that would hunt us and things like that. Um, And they talked about him being scared and he was never scared. And it's like, no man scares you. And he goes, well, we're facing no man. Um, And it was, he was a really cool character. Well, then it gets to the point where he's like, puts himself on a log 
throws his gun down and pulls out a knife. Like, I'm just going to take him with my knife. And it was like, that's what, what are you doing? Yeah. That's like yeah. the dumbest setup in the world. <laughs> you know, you're not going to win in that situation. Yeah. You're, Why you're, did you quit? Yeah, you're throwing yourself away. What, what are you doing? So, yeah. Did, did you agree, Todd? Oh, yeah. I was I was actually going to say that for lightning round because, yeah, oh. you're right. He's cool. He's a cool character until he's stupid. Yeah. And then we don't <laughs> even see his death scene. That's true, too. Yeah, he gets killed off even, camera. To me, he was. He was probably the coolest of the extra characters besides Arnold, you know. And he didn't even warrant an on the death scene, uh, death scene, on the screen death scene, which I thought was a little lacking in the story. So uh, that was a bummer for me. What other negatives did we have? Well, I think something that kind of undermines the main positive that we're supposed to take out of this, which is that it's supposed to be interesting that the Predator isn't just a random killer. He's kind of doing it for sport and he's looking for uh, this worthy opponent and he eventually gets it in Dutch and everything. I get that that's supposed to be the point of the movie and what is supposed to elevate it, but it's kind of undermined by the fact that the predator is really just picking people off and pretty easily. Also, he does a lot of sneak attacks. He has uh, a lot of long distance shots uh, he comes out of nowhere. He's too hard to see because he's got a suit of armor that basically turns invisible. He's got some kind of plasma cannon. So he has all these advantages. And I'm thinking, you know, if I had those advantages, I could probably kill something pretty easily too. And the predator doesn't start to, to have an actual more active hunt until about 58 minutes into the movie. And to me, the predator as a hunter for sport seemed a little bit f- flawed because he has so many advantages over his prey. His only real challenge is Dutch. Everybody else is just sitting ducks. And so it kind of undermines anything more positive that you're supposed to get out of this until the very end. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. And there were there were some kind of cool moments in there. I mean, I guess part of that is supposed to show that it's people overcoming the greater odds. So you have to kind of build up the bad guy in order for it to be a big thing for them to overcome. But yeah, any, Andrew, what about you? Any other ones? I think some of the vulgar jokes were a little bit of a stereotype on the military man, but I feel like just went a little too far sometimes it wasn't funny it was just kind of like okay we didn't need to hear that they they were and and it's funny because i guess part of that is we're in a more sensitive culture than when this movie was made but even back then you could tell that they made them very intentionally vulgar and, and and almost to the extreme and so much so that it really kind of catches you off guard and almost takes you out of enjoyment mode of the movie. It's like, really? That was just a gross joke. Why would anybody say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't need to hear that. Um, and it, and it's enough to kind of almost take you out of that moment of enjoyment of what you're watching on the screen and things like that. So, so that's a big one for me as well. What other negatives, nitpicks? Okay, real quick. So we're talking about the ways that Dutch is smart and he comes up with all these different strategies. And one of them is to use the mud trick, covering himself in mud to cool his body temperature so that he is not picked up by the heat sensors of the Predator. 
problem is that would not really work. It might work barely or briefly, but not significantly and not long term. And Mythbusters, Action Lab, another uh, similar uh, YouTube channel to, similar to Mythbusters, and several articles online have proven that it wouldn't really work. So it kind of sucks that you know one of his main strategies is super unrealistic, even though it looks cool in the movie, sort of. It did look cool, and I guess it was kind of played up for effect. And I don't know that, I mean, I, I kind of think we're assuming that it's heat vision of some I, kind. I actually don't think it's heat vision. Heat vision would have given, given off like, you know, different readings in different places. I don't think it was heat vision. I think it was a, you know, sort of set to track that sort of biological or like a specific heat trace that humans get off, give off. But yeah. maybe the sludge he found threw off those tracings or something you know i don't think it was heat yeah i don't know and um but yeah i'm with you todd it's kind of a, a little convenient i guess just to the plot and so sometimes we have to let those go but a little a little weird um and then i've got one that's not exactly a negative but just kind of a neutral observation i thought it was a very 80s thing to constantly show people falling via a camera shot from below I don't know if you, <laughs> if you if you remember what I'm talking about, but the camera yeah. shot is below, and you see people kind of falling in slow motion, and they're kind of flailing their arms and legs. It felt very a team. Yeah, uh, it, it did. It felt very a team. That's and, right. yeah. and I think it's one of those tropes from the '80s where that particular camera angle is uh, where you're showing somebody falling or, or flying or something. It's supposed to be more dramatic somehow, and I, it just feels dated. So, uh, this is just a question. Because I think we're kind of left with it up in the air at the end. Or maybe I'm completely misthinking. Did Arnold's character survive or do we even know that he survived in the end? I thought he did because don't we see him on the chopper at the end? I didn't think we did for some reason. I thought he made it. Confirmed. To see the very end of the movie, look for the YouTube video entitled Predator. Last scene. Dutch goes home. Posted by username, Lone Walker. It shows Dutch walking out of the smoke of the Predator's explosion, then Dutch is on the helicopter, and his eyes definitely move a little. Dutch survives. Oh no, Google's going to have to help me out here. We're going to have to look that up, because now, I'm, I'm for some reason, I thought he had died, and maybe that was just my memory of it, watching it in the past. Uncle um, Arnie never does. <laughs> well, while I look that up, anybody else have any other positive or negatives i gotta leave something for lightning round i do do that's probably part of the reason okay who survived at the end of president president i didn't predator. know we were talking about president i love president it's when predator because the president and then dave drinks his dragon's nectar and can't speak words i think he's drunk yeah 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 president i love president todd have you seen president no, I'm waiting for Predator 2. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I heard they were making a Predator Disney Plus show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. I looked, up it, looked it up in Wikipedia. It says, The creature repeats the question to him and activates a self-destruct device. Realizing what it has done, Dutch runs to cover and survives from the explosion to be eventually rescued. Oh, okay. 
for some reason, I because uh, I mean, we kind of see the explosion, and it's more of like a almost like a nuclear bomb that goes off when he sets off his little self detonating thing, and I halfway assume that he just died. So I don't know. That was kind of my take, and almost made the movie better for me. If he survives, and I'm gonna have to drop it down a point. <laughs> okay. Listen, man, don't disrespect Arnie. So let's get into our lightning round. Lift off and the clock is and that's where we each have 30 seconds to talk about this movie, uh, wrap up any points that we may have or cover anything else. And as always, we will roll for initiative and see who goes first. 12. Todd, on six and nine, does the dot indicate the bottom or the top of the number? The bottom. Okay. I got none. I got an 18. So I guess that means I'm going first. Todd, you'll go yep. second, and we'll finish up with Andrew. Yay. Okay. Ready? Not really, but I might as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And go. So two really, really good quotes that do come out of this movie. Um, one was by the Jesse Ventura's character. He gets injured and it's, I ain't got time to bleed. Um, just showing how tough they were as they were dealing with this. And then, of course, Arnold makes the comment or his character, Dutch, makes the comment. If it bleeds, we can kill it when they do determine that they've injured it and that was pretty cool and just thank you for dave who recommended this movie for us yeah yeah thank you and todd you're up next 30 seconds okay all right ready and go uh how super 80s to have the cast cheesing for the camera in the end credits mac is a cliche character who goes nuts from stress and starts acting stupid pacing we're over half an hour into the movie before we finally see the predator. Even then, we don't see it. We just see it through it. We see through its eyes. Still, it's over 30 minutes before the movie acknowledges that he's in this area. We're 53 minutes in before we see part of the predator uncloaked, and it's almost a minute later before we see his head from a distance. And from trivia, uh, the predator only has eight minutes of screen time. Oh wow! Well, that's more than the alien and alien. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. Okay, Andrew, right. you ready? Yep. And go. Testosterone. <laughs> Lots of testosterone. It's great, man. This is going to be you drinking a protein shake, you know. Got your rifle in your left hand. Got your alien head in your right. You know, them 20,000-inch biceps. This is your move. Sipping a Plaps Blue Ribbon. If you are male, this is your movie. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Women might enjoy it too. Yeah. Uh, okay. So now it is time for us to give our final ratings. Ratings. I'm gonna let Andrew go first because we're up on a hard break for him and his kind of yeah. time with us. So Speed. Andrew, what um, you so got? I'm just going to rapid fire here. This movie is um, a minus. 
I oh, love wow. this movie. I adore this movie. I feel like it could have been done slightly better with maybe if it was revamped the exact same. But honestly, my love of Arnold Schwarzenegger and testosterone would carried this movie up to an A. Um, I just absolutely adore the design, the sound design, the aliens design, the fact that the alien even wanted a fair fight and that we actually get to know the alien as a character as well as Arnold and the other military men. It was just a good movie all around. Definitely give it a watch. Okay. Very good. Very nice. Andrew, I think that was the most thought out rating that you've given on our podcast. And it took like 30 (laughs) seconds. Yeah. That was really impressive. This movie is one testosterone out of ten testosterone. <laughs> he's, he's all grown up. <laughs> I'm a yeah. different man, okay? I think about my ratings. It also <laughs> seems different that you're on the positive side. Usually you're on the on the negative side, either that or we're all agreeing. This, this is one yeah. of those few times where you're the positive when everybody else is the grown. Hey, hey, that's not true. Back to the future, too. Yeah, yeah back to the future. You're right. You're right. That no, but none of us were that low on that one. No. But yeah, you, no. You, you were at the top on that one. Anything under A plus is too low for Back to the Future. <laughs> um, so I'll go ahead and give you mine. This movie has a lot of positives. It really does. It, it's, if you want a really good shoot 'em up, just testosterone filled movie. You want a Conan the Barbarian. You want a, I can't think of any of the, a, a Rocky. Uh, no, even Rocky has a little bit more feel than this. But um, if you just want fighting and, and shooting and lots of guts and stuff, this is going to be for you and you'll enjoy it. And for that, it does a good job. So I give it props. For me personally, not my type of movie. It's been a long time since I had watched it, and it'll probably be another five or ten years before I ever want to watch it again. Um, and so for that, I've got to kind of rate it accordingly, and it gets a six and a half out of ten. So okay. 6.5 out of ten for me. Okay. Well, I think I might be even lower then. Now, the movie isn't terrible, and I didn't hate it. It's just it's not my kind of movie. It's another one of those where my objectivity and my subjectivity are a little bit at odds with each other. For what it is, it is a well-made movie, and I can kind of see why some people are a little bit more open-minded to action movies and 80s movies and, and where those types of things intersect would be more open-minded to it and give it more of a pass. It it just didn't totally work for me. And so I can't, I've got to straight, I hate doing this to, to one of Dave's movies, uh, but I got to stay true to myself. And I have to say, I technically don't like it, but I also don't hate it. So it's at the top end of not liking it. So I'm going to give it a letter grade of a C. Hey, Todd, Dave appreciates you being true to yourself, but Mm -hmm. also what is wrong with you? Sorry, I can't help it. <laughs> I, I did kind of debate between this and a C plus, but I, I had to sell for C because, like I said, C plus is kind of like the bare minimum of something being either likable or at the very least mediocre, and C is the top end of not liking something. And like I said, I just technically don't like it. It okay. just doesn't work for me. So, so this is going to be a little hard, and and I don't want to like bring us down and end us on a down, down Debbie Downer, but I kind of do want to know. We'll see if we can all throw out one and just kind of give a guess. We'll never know. But 
What do you think Dave would have rated this? I was going to suggest the same thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost forgot about it. I, I remembered it about a minute ago, and then I forgot, and then you said it. But yeah, I was thinking the same thing, that we could do that in honor of him. What do you think Dave would have given this on his scale? You know, his scale was always, you know, it's either a pay full price or a matinee or a... Um, Saturday film or waste of solenoid. I know he wouldn't count this as a waste of solenoid. Um, you want to go in order? Sure, same order. What did you? What do you think, Andrew? All right. Um, buy it, rent it, pay full price. Okay, definitely. Okay. Because no matter what, you have to get your hands on this movie. If you love the military and you love guns, you love being a man, you love shooting stuff. This is your movie. Buy it, rent it, pay full price. Okay. See, Dave, I don't know, because Dave would always surprise me. Sometimes his favorite movies, he would still come out in the end and be like, oh, yeah, it's, a it's, a, it's a Saturday movie. It's If it's on TV, watch it. It's a good time. Um, yeah, if this is I, a flipping channel kind of movie, why don't you make us watch it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so... Yeah, I mean, I think Dave would probably put this in the category a little bit higher than that. So I'm gonna say it's like a matinee. If you know, if you could kind of catch it somewhere that it's playing somewhere, and you can catch it on a big screen, pay a little money, and, and go see it, um, that that's where I think he would fall. So pretty high though. What about you, Todd? I'm gonna say the same thing. I don't think it would be a pay full price because I think he would. Even though he might be annoyed with our negativity, I think he would also maybe kind of understand it and realize, you know, this isn't the best movie in the world. But I think he picked it for a reason. I think he he probably sees a lot in it that Andrew does. So I think he would be somewhere in between. And yeah, I, I would go for matinee as well. Okay. Okay. So yeah, and a toast to Dave. Um, we appreciate you pulling out this movie for us. And, um, mm-hmm and having us watch it and we enjoyed it and as always enjoyed talking with each other about it a couple more things i gotta always plug our show so please make sure you take time and rate our show on whatever platform that you use um make comments you know rate us up on Podchaser, itunes whatever make comments and that's what kind of builds interest in different podcasts and we'd love to have your input uh, you can always email us at discerninggeeks at gmail.com or on our facebook page the discerning geeks portal and also on twitter at discerning geeks uh, todd and i would like to throw out a special invitation for you to hop over and catch our sister podcast the discerning lurkers portal a babylon 5 podcast if you're a babylon 5 fan check out that podcast as we go episode by episode through the babylon 5 universe and with that i think we're ready to spin the wheel of insanity I've got my dice ready unless somebody else also has theirs and wants to, to spin. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. All right. Spinning, spinning, spinning. 77. 77. Oh, okay. Iron Man 2. 
Oh, interesting. Well, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, and Andrew, I, I thought this was mine, but Andrew, it's actually yours. So why did you pick Oh, this? hell yeah, it is, man. This is, this movie is like race cars and <laughs> Axe Body Spray and Tony Stark all put in one movie. And that's all you need to know. It's an amazing movie. I've added more testosterone. <laughs> I'm sensing a pattern. You know, you know, I've realized at this point. Life doesn't really matter without testosterone. <laughs> now, there are probably a lot of people out there who, who listen to our podcast who are groaning at the idea of us having to do Iron Man 2. It is often touted as being one of the worst of the MCU. Now, I can kind of sort of agree, agree with that to a certain extent in that it is one of my least favorite, but only because there are so many other MCU movies that are even better. But I actually do like it. It's not as bad as people say it is. Uh, and I'm actually glad that we're going to get to talk about it. I think there are some decent things about that movie. Uh, also, I think it's kind of interesting that if I'm doing the math right, I think this completes the um, phase one of the MCU for our reviews. Now we kind of did it out of order because we're using the wheel and that's random, but this will be our final one of the, uh, the phase one of the MCU, which means in season three, we can start picking phase two and, and we won't have to worry about any holes being out there. Yeah. Cause we'll, by the time this releases, we'll have done Thor and then We've, of course, done Iron Man 1. We, we, yeah. Okay. And nice. we did Captain America and yep. Avengers uh, and Incredible Hulk. So, yep. This will, yep. This will complete yep. This will complete that. That's kind of random, but very cool. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, it has been a pleasure again to be on with you this evening. For all of our listeners out there, you know, we are missing Dave and I know it may take us a little bit to get into a more smooth groove as we all kind of learn to do that without him. Um, but as he would say, he's still right here with us. So we're, we're going to keep moving on and chugging on. And guys, I enjoyed watching the movie, but enjoyed talking about it with you even more. And for our listeners, continue to do whatever makes you a discerning geek. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. May the force be with you. Always. Get to the chopper! (laughs) It's the only reason I haven't pressed stop yet. I was like, somebody's got to say it. (laughs) Get to the chopper! Get to the chopper! Get to the chopper! Get to the chopper! Get to the chopper!